Well, welcome to Manager Tools. Today's topic, never ask a question whose answer you're not willing to honor. Here we go. Recently, like not too long ago, we recorded a Career Tools cast out here on the beach at you know, Santa, Monica? Santa Monica and look overlooking the Santa Monica Pier, which is pretty awesome. Um, yep. Looks nice. And, yeah. uh, so, folks, so if you if you don't listen to Career Tools, I'll give you another warning: we're we're recording here on the beach. There's people walking by and bicycling and running and all that kind of stuff. So you're gonna hear some sounds. We apologize, but we're traveling for a client right now, and if, if we want to get the podcast out, we sometimes have to record in less than ideal situations. Yeah, in fact, it's a great client, Gutty Rinker. Our it friend, Dirk Vandebund, is the COO, and uh, we had a great day today. It's a great group of people. Awesome crew. Awesome. They really liked the Effective Communications Conference we did today. Tomorrow, we're doing an Effective Manager Conference for, uh, I think, today we had 32, 30, 30 or so. Tomorrow, <laughs> we have like 25 people. Um, oh, close, close to yeah. 29 people. 29. Oh, okay, 29. 29. Okay, good. Yeah, high C. 25, yeah, yeah, yeah. 29. What's the difference? Okay, yeah. what? You sure it's not 29.5 or they just, you know? I don't know. Half a person. Could be, yeah. No, man, not. So, again, so apologize for the. Yeah, uh, we're the, actually the audio. on the balcony in Mike's hotel room overlooking a walkway right next to the beach. So, it's not like we're sitting on the beach where people can come up and harass us. I suppose somebody might hear us and yell something, but they didn't in the first cast. No, they so maybe didn't, we'll get so. lucky. Okay, so we recently published guidance recommending that managers ask directs for their efforts rather than right. commanding, right? The idea is like, right. was, I think was, the name of the title was uh, Ask, Don't Tell, right? Yes. Um, and that comes from sales. Right. But sales is about relationships and persuasion, much like effective managing is. But several folks have asked, isn't there a risk of being told no, right? We're suggesting ask, don't tell. And the fact is... It's possible. The person could say no. And yeah. that messes with people. Yeah, it, it does. It's the whole, it absolutely the whole does. power thing. Like, oh. and, and, and this cast is an extension of that one. I don't think we've ever done a cast this quickly after we put out a cast. And the Ask, Don't Tell, I got a bunch of questions about it. And the questions were, what happens if they say no? Now, look, we've got to do more on this. But I wanted to cover this one right away because it's so fundamental and I think to some people, this guidance appears contradictory. The idea that, as a general rule, we recommend you ask rather than command. Right. And, and the benefits of that we talked about in the last cast. And we're going to go over them here a little bit because I'm always worried that people, new people join us and they don't go back and listen to the cast from a month ago or what have you. But basically, we're going to reiterate, our default recommendation is to ask, to say, would you please... As opposed to commanding all the As time. opposed to saying, I need you to do X. And, and by the way, I need you to do X is the worst thing in the world because there are times when they can't do it. And need is a pretty darn strong word. It's, you really don't mean need. You really want them to. You'd like them to. Yeah. But you don't need them to. Because need, if they don't do it, it's like people die. I don't, that generally is mm. not true. It's not true. Right? The second point I want to make is, yes, you can command people, and we'll talk about commanding here a little bit, but the real key point of this cast is the third point, the final point. If you ask, you must accept the answer, and that's where the title comes from, which is never ask a question whose answer you don't intend to honor. And the simple fact of the matter is, what we're trying to say there is, if, you're my, if Mike's my boss and Mike says to me, Mark, would you please do X? And I say, boss, you don't realize that I'm totally swamped, I can't do it. And then Mike immediately says, 
Mark, I don't think you understand. <laughs> right. You're going to do X. In other words, you don't honor my answer. In other words, you're asking. I wasn't really but, asking. I was just right. telling you. It's just a polite well, way back. No, no, you were asking. And you're hoping that I say yes. But you're basically holding the... the you, you basically have a hammer over my head, covered up with your velvet ask. And when, when, when I say no, you just take the velvet off and say, well, I have the hammer and you will right. do it. The problem with this, guys, and I'll just shorten this cast enormously for those of you who like to listen to cast in five minutes and put us on triple speed or whatever. The problem is, if you ask and then you bring out the hammer, in other words, I say no and then you overrule me and say you're going to do this, I no longer believe that any ask you ever make of me is actually legitimate. No questions. Everything is always going to be about you commanding me. You lose all kinds of credibility in all kinds of situations. You could say to me, Mark, tell me, you know, please share with me what you think. Well, what am I thinking? Well, I mean, that's a command. That's uh, not, yeah. that's not a question. No, police. actually, what it means is I don't care what you think. You're going to tell me what you think, yeah. and then I'm going to tell you you're wrong, and I'm going to tell you what really is the real deal around here. So we shut down creativity. We shut down openness. We shut down candor. We shut down the chance for real feedback because you basically told them, don't believe it whenever I say I, I have a question for you because I can always command you. And, and then your life becomes all about commanding. And you so would that. you say that if somebody... If, there, if the option was ask, but don't honor it, right, or command, just just forget the ask and just command. You oh, said, dude. Just, you said just do the command. Oh, every just, single time. Don't even bother. Don't bother. Don't. And i got to tell you something. Many managers I meet think they're clever enough. Oh, and they say, no, no, Mark, I, I would always <laughs> ask. And I say, well, what if they say no? Well, I'm pretty clever. I don't think they'll say no. I say, but, but in the event they're swamped and they need to say no. Well, you know. Then the way I'll say it, they won't think that I'm commanding them. Oh, really? You, oh, they're just stupid? You, your people Houdini? are just really stupid. You hire yeah. stupid people. Apparently, yeah. you're the manager that hires all the stupid people in the world. I love that. People ask me a question. I say, well, I do this. Well, but what about this? I say, well, I do this. Well, what about this? What about this? Like, dude, really? At some point, reductio ad absurdum, you're, you're killing me here. So, no. If you know that ultimately you can't accept the no... If you know if they say no, you're going to command them? Just command them. Just command them. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what that means is the other part of that, which we'll get into, is you ask. And if they say no, you accept their answer. And you figure out some other solution to the problem. Boy, this will make you really good at asking. You'll build your relationships real fast if you know you're going to be told no some of the time. So I better better get better at asking people so that they'll say yes. Yeah. I'll become more persuasive. But we're not... I mean, I don't think we're going to spend a lot of time on it today. No. But... When you ask, there's a way to do it. There's there's some sales involved. There's some persuasion involved mm-hmm. in the ask. It's kind of, we're not suggesting you just go ask stupidly. Right. Right. right, exactly. Okay, but let's talk about the whole point of, of asking because it is the manager tool's default yeah. way. Our recommendation right. is to ask versus command. Yeah, and look, guys, we know this is counter to what many of you think is the great benefit of role power. I finally get to command people. Yeah. And we're going to talk more about giving orders in a minute. Um, because, look, it's okay to command people. I mean, actually, you don't really command them, but, but you essentially suggest that there will be consequences if they don't follow your guidance. Okay? Here's the problem. People like the role power. It makes it easy. But, of course, easiness is about efficiency, and what we want is effectiveness. And the real test, the real question always in organizations is, what's the most effective thing to do? Matter of fact, we were recently, today actually, we were doing some role plays with our, with our client. And we put them in a situation where they all of yeah. a sudden 
they're in charge of the person they're role playing with. Yeah. And oh my. Oh, they become God. high D, flaming high Ds. They interrupt. They're like, no, you're not getting this. The client's upset. <laughs> totally false, totally fake role play. And they're like, you're not following me here. You've got to get this done. Rah, 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 and they rah, get rah. The people's, like, in people's faces. Yeah. In the faces. Like, dude, you can't do that. That doesn't work. For, well, it works for a little while until they run you out of town. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah. So, look, most managers come at the choice of how to interact with their directs as it relates to work production generally as a personal choice. In other words, I'm more of a director, I'm more of an asker, whatever the case. But, this, folks, this is wrong. How one sees one's own job is really a selfish analysis. Yeah, it feels good, and sometimes it feels right. It's sometimes right to give orders. And some jobs require some even more use of role mm-hmm. power than others. And there are differences of opinion here. We t- totally respect that. And, and some managers essentially behave as if lacking a, a formally accepted right choice about whether asking or telling is the right thing to do, their individual choice, usually direction giving, is therefore completely reasonable. Okay. But again, I think they're just using that as an excuse to say, well, there's no perfect answer, so therefore I get to choose what works for me. Well, but let me ask a question. It's really the only reasonable question right now in terms of giving a command or asking, which one is more effective? Exactly. Yeah. But again, this is like the conversation we had today at the ECC, at the Effective Communications Conference. People don't ask that question. They ask, what's most efficient? Which is another way of saying, what's uh, easiest for me? Yeah, right? Wrong People question. don't think about effectiveness. So exactly right. You ask the wrong question, you might get the right answer to the wrong question, which is still going to lead you in the wrong direction. Commanding, giving directions, giving orders. And, and guys, we don't want to twist you around the axle about commanding. We don't want you to say, oh, these are two West Pointers telling me to give commands. I promise you, the only, word, only reason we choose command is to separate giving direction to directs, and we'll, we'll talk more about that in a bit. Commanding is absolutely the quickest way, but it's also the least extensible. It's the one that at least allows you to ask for creativity to, of course, you, if you give commands, you don't ask for anything. You can't command creativity. You do too much commanding, people will begin to shut down their creativity. It's also the most fragile in the sense that you lose people more quickly. It's the least robust in a dynamic talent market, which if we don't have now in 2012, we will in the next couple of years, okay? Managers who command people can get results more quickly than their contemporaries who spend time asking and running the risk of being told no. The question, though, for how long, right? That's the the question. They can't generally last long. long. I totally agree, yeah. The exception here is there are firms that reward results. That their, their mentality is to reward results over people so quickly that a particular manager never has to deal with the problems that his commanding creates because he or she gets promoted so fast. Yeah, the oh team yeah. is left in disrepair, but he's on to the next oh, challenge. Yeah, somebody's right. paying it. And he's just doing not, great. Just not that manager. Look at that guy. Turn around, turn around, turn around, turn around. Yeah. And then you go talk to the teams, and they all hate him. Yeah. And they don't want to work for him. And suddenly he's and a And they fall apart VP. months later, and yeah. like they didn't and, build and, and, the bo- and the boss that they're working for when they're falling apart, he's the one. She's the one that gets blamed. So stupid. Oh, so stupid. Sad. Yeah. It happens. And look, companies don't realize that when they have that mentality of let's promote this guy, he did good, and we'll let somebody else deal with it, what they're doing is creating weak future executives because, of course, executives need to be able to collaborate, and that's a person who's not collaborating. He's just making stuff happen and leaving a, a mess in his wake. That's right. Okay? Yeah, look, if, if you're the manager who chooses to exercise that form of 
management and leadership, then just hope you get promoted fast enough that you can out, outrun the pain that you're creating in the organization. Yeah. And um, I can only think of 30 or 40 jobs I know of in a couple of companies and a couple of industries where that's true. Uh, and you better be really, really good. Okay. Look, we at Manager Tools believe that managers have ethical responsibilities beyond just results. I know it's old-fashioned. We're sorry. We believe we're right or we believe our approach is more effective and certainly more ethical. We believe that our responsibilities as managers include retaining employees. We also know that commanding managers have lower retention rates than those managers who develop relationships such that they can ask. And we've said that many, 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 many times. So, commanding produces compliance energy. Asking produces commitment energy. Since commitment energy overcomes problems more quickly, more creatively, all things being equal than compliance energy, it produces better results in the long run. Now look, many of you are going, that sounds good in principle, but it's hard for me. I need results right now. We're not going to argue that this is not, yeah. that, that giving commands is not tempting. We respect that you're tempted. And we're not saying that there aren't times when you will give commands. And you may, in a tr- crisis situation, give a lot of commands. It's fine. It's fine. We respect that. We just don't want that to become your modus operandi, okay? Look, the simple fact is the ethical manager has to, in the long run, lean towards asking versus telling. And look, it's, it's not complex, guys. Once you know that work needs to be done in this area in terms of how you interact with your directs about work assignments and, 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 and productivity and so on, it's the difference between saying, would you please do X and I need you to do X. Yeah, and again, exactly. that word, or I'd like you to do X. And by the way, if, guys, if you're saying to yourself, well, I'd like you to do X, implies that it's not a command, so that's an ask. I just want to be clear with you. You're smoking crack, dude. <laughs> if you'd say, I'd like you to do X, that's not asking. We have scenarios where we, we try to help people make the ask and, or teach them sort of a persuasion effort. And they, I say, you need to ask a question. And they'd say, I'd like you to do X. And I said, that's not a question. Yes, it is. Oh, really? So why is it a question? Because... I'm at risk that they might say, I don't want to. I said, that's not the definition of question. There are statements you make that will put you at risk that are not questions. There's not a question mark right, on there's the not end of a it. Yeah. The general rule that I apply is if there's not a question mark at the it's end, not a question. it's not actually a question. By definition. Yeah. So, so let me ask you, though. This is, and I think you, you've said this, so this is not black and white, right? We're not saying, no. you're not saying you always have to ask versus command. We're just saying... You're the default saying, this is the default way of doing yeah, it. Yeah, and there are plenty of reasons not to. And it's okay to not to at times. But you have to ask yourself over time, are you creating good enough relationships that you can ask your directs, hey, right. would you please do X? Would you please do right. this? Knowing full well that they might say no. And when they say no, you find, hope, you find out why. You maybe try to persuade them again. But if they truly stand firm and say no, then there are consequences to you and that that person's not going to do it because you're going to honor their no. Simple as that. Yeah. So now look, the problem with the other choice about commanding as your default is it's an easier choice in the moment for the manager, for the manager. Right. Okay? But the benefits are really pretty minor when compared to the results, both operational and retention related, in the long run. It also produces less results with sustained use. You tend, it tends to get harder and harder. We find that a lot of managers who, who command end up asking sooner for organizational benefits 
to their team. In other words, I need incentives to keep people. I need bonuses. I need salary mm-hmm. increases and so on. If you build a relationship, people want to stay with you because they trust you and they're bound to you. And what do we know about why right. people leave organizations? The primary reason they leave is because it allows you relationship. Yeah, with not because of the money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. dumb. And, and, yeah. T- and in today's environment, like bonuses are really easy to get in retention. But that's yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> now, okay. So the fact is. We're not saying, again, we're just restating it. We're not saying you can't commit. Yes, you absolutely can. Yeah, command. you have to. No manager is precluded specifically ever from giving some commands, some directions in some way. And in fact, um, it's a rare manager who won't have to command at some point, yeah, right? I we're mean, not saying specifically don't give orders. And one more time, for the record, I want to be clear we use command in this cast to distinguish it from direct. Because we call at manager tools, we use a standard corporate speak, we call those people who report to you your directs. This is common phrasing in big companies, okay? We have a long history of respect for one's employees or team members, associates, whatever you, whatever you call them. And we've earned the right to call them directs without implying anything other than a reporting relationship. We use command here to avoid this entire guidance being about directing directs, which confuses people, okay? Direct, as we use it, is a noun deriving from a relationship having nothing to do with the verb of directing someone. And command, as we use it, is a verb having nothing to do with the noun of military command. Right. So don't get all wrapped around the actual when we say, Mark and Mike are saying I should command people. No, we're telling them you direct them. You say, I want you to do X, or you will do X. That's a command, or an order, or a direct, direction. Right. But saying directing your directs, it just drives me nuts. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, we're yeah. not going to say that. So, 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 point. so you're right. of course, there are times, there are times when you're going to give orders, right? Yeah. And look, we'll talk more about it. The easiest one to justify is a crisis, a matter of immediate urgency, right? There are all kinds of orders one might choose to issue to save a bunch of time. You may not have time to get everyone on board. That's okay. So in that situation, go ahead and give orders. There's also some situations where only you can make the decision. And asking someone to change their behavior as a necessary outcome of a decision that you've made might justify simply commanding the change. You will change this about this particular process rather than giving the authority to say, no, I'm not going right. to change it, right? So if, it, right? if it's a natural outcome of the decision you had to make, okay? Yeah, that's cool, right? But in both cases, many of you managers have already figured out you could ask in those situations too. We're not telling you in all crises always give commands, no. We're saying there are times in crises where a command might be a legitimate change from your default, or it would be a case where the default doesn't apply as well My God. as giving a command. Are, are you saying, oh, I can't believe you're saying this, like I have to actually as a manager exercise judgment sometimes as opposed to, to figure out what the right one is? Yeah, that's kind There's of There's not just a manager tools rule. I can uh, just look fact, in like a checklist in and fact, the whole, the whole calculation. Thing about, I want, Mark, and one thing I like about you guys is it's all science. It's all science. Are you kidding me? This, is, this thing is all about judgment. The, how you develop a relationship with another person is all about your judgment about who they are and where they're coming from and how you can best interact with them. That's all judgment. And sometimes, guys, you're going to exercise your judgment and you're going to be wrong. You're going to do stuff the way we recommend it and you're going to get in trouble. And that's normal. There's no system that can eliminate all the risk other than taking no risks Wait, at all. I thought managed tools promised me yeah. risk-free. And a rose garden. <laughs> yeah, no, we didn't. Yeah, folks, okay. it's unfortunately. Okay. 
Here's the other problem with this, though. A lot of you are thinking, we're always in crisis here. So what they're saying, Mark and Mike are saying, it's okay. You it's can command be in command always. Because, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. It's patently false that you're always in crisis. I don't care who you are. I don't care where you work. I don't care if you work on Wall Street. I don't care if you work on, on Capitol Hill. I don't care if you work at 10 Downing. You're not always in crisis. Yeah, I don't care who Being you are. Being at risk. That's just wrong. Yeah, that's wrong right there. <laughs> Being at risk and worrying about things is not the definition of a crisis. A crisis is rooted basically in turning points, as in life or death or those kinds of things. Defining your managerial or organizational situation as a continuing or constant crisis follows the same logic as a dictator declaring martial law. Everybody knows when they do it. They just want to be able to wield power. And it's really not that bad. And if martial, po- martial law lasts for more than a week, it's total crap. It's just yeah. a dictator wanting to, be, wanting to have it easy and be able to give commands to have people killed. You don't want that. All right, so let's get to the real crux yeah, of the problem. Yeah, so we're here. taking way the, too long. Let's get to the real crux of the problem. Yeah. Here. The problem for many of you listening is that you know this, right? Well, may, so for some of you, the problem is you don't know this. If you ask a question, you have to accept the answer. Well, the, the risk is what they know is that they might get told no. Right. That's the problem. That's what they're like, well, I don't want to run that risk. But guys, there is no great rewards without some amount of risk. In fact, there are no great rewards without great risk. If you can find a place that has fairly low risk with great rewards, please email us so we can find out about it because we want to monetize that and become billionaires. So for many of us, many times in our careers, the risk of being told no causes us to create a default state of commanding simply to avoid the risk of being told no. If we have both choices and one has a danger, asking being told no, dude, why bother with asking, right? Let's just go right to the command, right to it. Yep. okay? They work for me. They know I have role power. It's not like our formal organizational relationship is a secret. They have a desire to do well. They're going to do it. Why risk a conflict by letting them think that they have a right to disagree with my role power? And guys, these are all reasonable thoughts to have. But the question is not whether your directs will do what you tell them or do what you want them to do. The question is which course of action on our part as managers leads to better short-term and long-term results. And that's where asking wins over and over and over again because it says, I respect your opinion on this. I'm going to value your input on this. I want to understand what you're going through right now. Every single time you're going to ask them to do more or do more of existing work that's pretty standard, asking them says, I'm going to honor your state of mind right now. And just because it's the same work I assigned to you last week or a month ago or six months ago, the fact that I'm assigning it now means I need to check with you about where you are and how you're feeling and what your workload is and what your issues are. Your family situation may have changed. I want to know that. I want to have a chance to talk to you about that. And if there's a problem, I want a chance to persuade you about the work or know why I should take it back. And I think too many people miss that. Asking wins, but there's a risk, and we need to be clear about it. So... Again, I'm going to say it again. I think this is the fourth or fifth time in this cast. Never ask a question of a direct whose answer you don't intend to honor. If you know you're going to overrule a potential no that you might get simply because you haven't thought through how to overcome the no or because you just can't have, don't have the time or whatever else, don't bother asking. Okay? We'd still like you in your heart of hearts to believe that the manager's way of the default is to ask. We want you to have that. But if you know you're not going to be told, you're not going to tolerate a no in this situation, go ahead and just command it. Hopefully the reason for this is obvious. 
If you ask and you're told no, and you immediately overrule the no with a command, your directs will begin to see all questions you ask them as perfunctory preludes to commands. And you don't want, as I mentioned earlier, you don't want them thinking these questions are perfunctory. This is going to erode your relationship with somebody far more quickly than most of us. Yeah, realize. exactly. You're going to basically say, you can trust me until I need my roll power, and then you can't trust me anymore. Um, yeah, and I'll it, use my roll power anytime I want. Yeah, it makes anything else you do related to, related to the relationship, even one-on-ones, where you're really focused on them, it makes it less likely yep, to succeed it because it undermines the ethical underpinnings of it. It creates confusion about the simplest of questions. And the worst part of that is it gives you the idea that you really don't want honesty from people. We just want agreement. That's right. Right? It's fascism. That's what we want. We want fascism. It's not good. Think about the situation we're now in. Asking is the right default choice. But if we ask and we get a no, we have to honor it. It creates a potential danger in terms of needing to get work done, and it puts our ability to accomplish things at risk. Unfortunately, the answer isn't in the moment, okay? The answer in how to avoid the no's is to build the relationship in advance. And that's why the guidance, the actionable guidance in this case, is work on your relationships so that you can make asking your default Mm. so you don't run the risk all the time, okay? When we build relationships far in advance of the moment where we need a yes, we get a lot less no's, almost none, frankly, and we get more honest no's that if we get a no, we know they're not just saying right. no to make us command them so they can get away with saying, no, sorry, boss, I'm not going to do it. In those cases, when we get the no, as an effective manager, we ought to honor yeah. it because it's a, it's, a, it's a real no. There's a reason. Those no's mean something, and we want to know more about what they mean. And all of these things are an outcome of trust or lack thereof. And... You can't build trust magically in one interaction, but you can week after week, day after day, hour after hour, by talking to people and treating them with respect and dignity, which is what Manager Jewel is all about. So I probably went on too long. I just wish more managers would recognize today the power of asking. And, And guys, what I'm telling you is I would love to hear stories from you about taking the risk of asking and being willing to be told no and recognizing it puts yourself at risk, it'll make you a better questioner. And yes, we're going to have more podcasts about how to ask and the right way to ask and how to ask certain types of questions and so on. And if nothing else, it always ends with a question mark. But start now to take the risk because where there's risk, there's both risk and reward as well. And if you avoid the risk, you don't get the reward. And if all you do is command, you're probably going to get some small benefit, but it's small and it's short-lived. And the long-term big benefits of relationships are going to be eroded when you go around commanding all the time. There you go. Simple. Awesome. Thanks, my friend. You bet, partner. Pretty nice on the beach. Yes, pretty nice. (laughs) All right. We'll see you later. See ya. Thanks, everyone. That's it for tonight. Hope you enjoy it and hope to see you back here again next week. In the meantime, have a great one. So long.